This is Michael Ware. You're listening to The Morning Five on October 26th, 2022. We'll begin with a reading from Scripture. Today we'll read from John 11. Now, a man named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. This Mary, whose brother Lazarus now lay sick, was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. So the sister sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. When he heard this, Jesus said, This sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory, so that God's Son may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed where he was two more days. And then he said to his disciples, let us go back to Judea. But Rabbi, they said, a short while ago, the Jews there tried to stone you, and yet you are going back? Jesus answered, are there not 12 hours of daylight? Anyone who walks in the daytime will not stumble, for they see by this world's light. It is when a person walks at night that they stumble, for they have no light. After he had said this, He went on to tell them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I am going there to wake him up. His disciples replied, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get better. Jesus had been speaking of his death, but his disciples thought he meant natural sleep. So then he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And for your sake, I am glad I was not there, so that you may believe. But let us go to him. Then Thomas said to the rest of the disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. May God bless the reading of his word. You're listening to The Morning Five, brought to you by the That Sounds Fun Network. Really good to be with you. Uh, Let's get to the news. First, we'll follow up on an item from yesterday. I told you in yesterday's Morning Five about this letter from 30 House Progressives uh, that was you know, widely read as challenging the Biden administration's policy uh, towards Ukraine and uh, uh, calling for a policy that offered uh, carrots to Russia and was uh, called for more oversight and more sort of constraint around Uh, funding towards Ukraine. Well, the House progressives today, or I'm sorry, yesterday, uh, have retracted that letter, apologized for it, uh, uh, saying that the the timing made it seem like they were perhaps in line with House Republican leader McCarthy uh, when uh, they say they're not and they didn't want to give that impression. Uh, Clearly, you know, they faced backlash and are, are backpedaling. Uh, to me, it doesn't resolve the policy questions in a new Congress, particularly one uh, if Republicans win back the House, uh, doesn't resolve questions about whether some, at least some of these progressives that signed this letter, would ally with Republicans in challenging the Biden administration's approach to 
to Ukraine and Russia. All right, second, and the rest of the news today, just a few midterm items. First, uh, on, on midterms, the Washington Post has an extensive report that I'd really recommend. The headline is, the Latino vote shifted toward Republicans in 2020. Will it again? Uh, the article has a particular focus on a shift among Latino voters, vo voters toward Republicans being a potentially decisive factor in Republicans' favor in Nevada, in both the gubernatorial race and the U.S. Senate race in Nevada, which obviously has implications for who controls the, the Senate. It's a key toss-up race, but also looks at states like Florida, Texas, uh, and uh, the, the, the key role Hispanic voters will play in this election. Really recommend looking into this Washington Post article. It, it's a good summary of sort of the state of play regarding, uh, regarding Hispanic voters. Uh, another midterm uh, news item is last night, John Fetterman and Dr. Oz met in their one and only debate. It was a very contentious debate. The item of discussion coming out of the debate has primarily been on Fetterman's health. Fetterman suffered a stroke um, about five months ago. It's clear he's still facing, which is normal, still facing um, side effects and repercussions of that stroke and uh, his, his, his debate performance uh, made, made that clear. And it is uh, unclear how Pennsylvania voters are going to process that. Will they view Fetterman as on the road to recovery and sort of... Um, appreciate the fact that even though he knew he was not sort of at full health at the moment, that he offered Pennsylvania voters the opportunity to uh, see the candidates in a debate? Or will Pennsylvania voters be um, uncomfortable with uh, voting for Fetterman if um, he's not able to communicate as clearly as as clear as, as he would want to. And so significant debate there. We also saw a debate last night in New York between the incumbent governor, Kathy Hochul, and Lee Zeldin, Republican challenger. Typically, uh, a the Democrat would be favored, particularly an incumbent. And I think that's still the case. It's interesting, though, to see Zeldin polling within single digits. And it sort of puts New York in a conversation with Oregon and several other blue democratic states where governors are in, incumbent governors are in closer elections than they, uh, they may be expected to be, certainly than, um, than, than they, would, they would want to be. The National Review has an article up uh, about that and the factors that uh, have contributed to that. Obviously, the economy, but also I think there's um, 
I think COVID policies are having an effect in these gubernatorial races that they just aren't in on the congressional side. So, you know, we're 13 uh, days out and we're going to see a lot of news. There's a lot of noise. I still think we're in a, uh, a period where there's a pretty wide range of possibilities uh, for midterm election outcomes. But I think as we move into next week, we'll get a clearer sense, although we won't know for sure until votes are counted and we'll be uh, there with you for that. Uh, so that that's the morning five for today. Let's close with prayer. Dear Father, always near us, may your name be treasured and loved. May your rule be completed in us. May your will be done here on earth in just the way it is done in heaven. Give us today the things we need today and forgive us our sins and impositions on you as we are forgiving all who in any way offend us. Please don't put us through trials, but deliver us from everything bad because you are the one in charge and you have all the power and the glory too is all yours forever, which is just the way we want it. All right, friends. Thanks for listening. Hope you have a good day. We'll talk to you tomorrow.